Pittsburgh Steelers fans, welcome back to the very first Pittsburgh Steelers training camp recap podcast. I'm Jeff Hartman, your host and senior editor of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. I got to be honest, I'm excited for this. In case it's your first time listening, we've had a lot of people join us during the season last year in 2021 that weren't with us during training camp. If you're one of those people, just understand the training camp recap is really just a chance for me to let you know what's going on at practice. These will only be happening when the Steelers actually practice. Obviously, there's not going to be news when they have the day off. And the Steelers were back on the field for the very first time. They reported on Wednesday, but Thursday was their very first time at practice. And it wasn't St. Vincent College. It wasn't Latrobe, PA, but there was a lot of news happening amongst the Pittsburgh Steelers. And I'm going to break it down for you in simple terms as to what you need to know. Uh, The Steelers after practice did have... Three, three people, I should say, uh, three very important people uh, available for in-person media. It was actually the first time since 2019 that you know Mike Tomlin stood in front of reporters. Uh, they weren't that close, but he stood in front of reporters. Uh, so Mike Tomlin obviously spoke, but Ben Roethlisberger and TJ Watt were the three people that spoke uh, after practice on Thursday. So uh, a couple things of note. Uh, the first thing that came that, that was really noticeable for me was that uh, this. But Mike Tomlin said that Kendrick Green, everyone's thinking, could this guy be the center for the Steelers in week one? Well, he said he is going to be the starter at center, at least for week one of the preseason. Uh, he also said that Big Dan Moore could start uh, at tackle. I'm not sure if it was left or right tackle, but he did say that Kendrick, or, I'm sorry, not Kendrick Green, but Dan Moore could be starting as well. Um, and then you kind of got a feel for already early in training camp. There were some people that were getting, you know, like Kendrick Green got first team snaps. He dealt with Ben Roethlisberger on Thursday. Roethlisberger said, although it's not pouncy, he said that uh, Kendrick Green communicated, did all the calls. They didn't fumble a snap. So good first start for Kendrick Green. But then also Antoine Brooks Jr., a six round draft pick out of 20 in the 2020 draft out of Maryland. You know how Mike Tomlin loves his Terps. He intercepted Roethlisberger from the slot and, you know, Roethlisberger, he said, quote, he's filling Mike Hilton's shoes, who's been a rock on that defense. For him to make that play, I was happy for him. And then also Jim Wexel of 24-7 Sports said, Roethlisberger appeared frustrated by a sensational diving interception by slot corner Antoine Brooks. Ben said he was just amazed and was complimenting Mike Hilton's heir apparent. A lot can change in the course of a preseason and training camp, folks, but it seems like the Steelers are giving that first shot of that slot cornerback to Antoine Brooks Jr. Some people thought it might be James Pierre. Some people thought it might be someone like Marcus Allen. No, Antoine Brooks Jr. is getting the first look, and he seems to be making the most out of it. So keep that in mind. File it away. It's only day one. I don't want to make too much of a deal out of this, but still, something noteworthy. Also, TJ Watt's new deal, Mike Tom was asked about that, and he said, quote, I'm sure that process will run its course, and we'll have something to announce. Hmm, that's interesting. I didn't expect a contract to be done before the season, but maybe it will. Ben Roethlisberger took to the podium, and he was asked about some of the off-season in a narratives supposedly involving his ability and his physique, et cetera. And he said, "Quote: Are things being said about me nationally?" And then with a smile, he said, "Well, what's new?" Ben Roethlisberger understands what's being said about him, folks. If you're someone that's sitting there thinking, "How does Ben not know?" He knows, and he is. Trust me, he's motivated to go out and show people that he is still capable of getting the job done. Speaking of Roethlisberger, a lot of people were wondering, will he be able to learn Matt Canada's offense? It is different. It is complex. No one really knows exactly what it's going to look like. Roethlisberger certainly does. He was asked about how he's learning all the formations, the new verbiage, 
play calls. I mean, this guy's going into his 18th year in the National Football League. He actually said that his daughter helped him make flashcards, and he said, quote, there's been some quizzes with a smile. Uh, you know, uh, Devin Bush, uh, if you didn't read the article on BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, he was told that he's basically been fully cleared medically with his knee, that he won't be, you know, have any downtime before he's able to practice. He should be given the green light right away. Zach Banner also is ahead of schedule. Zero Steeler players will be starting camp on the pup list, the physically unable to perform list. That is great news for the Steelers to not have anyone that's dealing with a major injury early on. Now, Kevin Dotson didn't work today. He didn't practice. They said he's dealing with something. That something is not serious enough to put him on the pup list. I wouldn't put too much stock into that. Something that was interesting that I I know I thought of it, uh, I was curious, is did the Steelers know about Vince Williams thinking about retirement? According to Mark Caballi of The Athletic, he said it sounds like the Steelers had no idea that Vince Williams was retiring until yesterday. That's really interesting to me. Really interesting to me. And so uh, maybe he didn't tell them maybe he didn't know I'm not saying it's his fault I'm not saying that anyone's to blame but very interesting news there if the Steelers had no clue that Vince Williams was about to hang it up uh Tomlin Mike Tomlin was asked about the new offensive line and he did not uh splice words he said quote we don't have the bar set too high we were last in the league in rushing. We have nowhere to go but up with certain aspects of that. Yeah, it, I, I hope that that's the way they view it, is that they can only go up, but at the same time, we hope that they they don't just move up a little bit. They actually thrive. That's that's the hope. That is the hope. And then lastly, and like I said, there wasn't a ton of news coming out of this first day of camp. Uh, there are some Steelers that will be wearing new numbers. Some people like the jerseys. Some people want to go out and buy a bunch of jerseys. So in case you're interested, like new newly acquired Melvin Ingram, outside linebacker, will wear number eight. Number eight. This is He's taking advantage of that new NFL rule where linebackers are allowed to wear single-digit numbers. So he will wear number eight. Trey Turner will wear number 51. That's really weird for me. When I think of 51, I think of James Ferrier, um, but still 51. And yeah, now Buddy Johnson, the rookie from Texas A&M, fourth round pick, is also wearing number 51. Uh, he's on the other side, so something's going to give. But honestly, if the rookie makes the team, he will probably not be too attached to that number if Trey Turner wants it. We'll keep it that way. Kicker Sam Sloman, who is basically a camp leg unless Chris Boswell gets hurt, is going to wear 16. And also, newly acquired offensive tackle Chaz Green is wearing number 74. So for all you Jersey fans out there, there's your Jersey fix and all those new numbers. The Pittsburgh Steelers, I want to make this very clear, the Pittsburgh Steelers have not released that I've seen any type of schedule for training camp. When they're at Latrobe, there is a clear cut. The players are working out this day, this day, off this day, this day, this day, preseason game. I have not seen anything like that. So I want to be able to say, check me tomorrow for another training camp recap. But if they give them the day off, then there won't be a training camp recap. So your best bet is to check out BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. If you see us put the live tracker up there about midday around 1, 1 you know that there will be a training camp recap podcast later that afternoon, evening, in which case you'll find me talking about all things Pittsburgh Steelers. Make sure BehindTheSteelCurtain.com is your one-stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers. On top of that, wherever you get your podcast, make sure you search Steelers or Behind the Steel Curtain, subscribe, follow, we're everywhere, Pandora, Spotify, Google, uh, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Stitcher. 
Stitcher, Anchor, Pandora, you name it, we're there. Find us so that you can get not only the training camp recaps, you'll get my Let's Ride podcast every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, um, other morning shows like the Stat Geek with Dave Schofield, the Live Mike, all of our afternoon content, and all the new five new shows we're debuting uh, at noon. There'll be 30-minute shows. It's extremely exciting. I hope you all check it out. Uh, folks, that's it. That's day one for training camp and this recap podcast. I thank you for listening. Make sure you check back early and often so that you don't miss anything. I'm Jeff Hartman, senior editor behind the steel curtain.com. As I finish all of my podcasts, be safe, be kind, and God bless. Have a great rest of your day, everyone. Go Steelers.